the North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Was the shooting justified or not? Good afternoon. I'm Austin York. Welcome to the Afternoon All Local. A jury in Greenville is deciding whether a former Wolf City police officer acted in self-defense or committed murder. As we hear from Carol D's L.P. Phillips. The jury will weigh the testimony of Sean Lucas, who said he feared for his safety, against the testimony of a Texas Ranger investigator who concluded the November 2020 use of lethal force was not justified. Lucas is charged with murder in the death of Wool City community leader Jonathan Price. It's not disputed that Lucas was on duty as a cop and was dispatched to a fight at a convenience store. But the stories diverge from that point on. Witnesses say Price was polite and tried to shake Lucas's hand. Lucas claims Price was intoxicated and resisted arrest. Body camera video shows Lucas using his taser on Price and that Price reached out towards Lucas. Lucas claims he feared for his safety and that's why he shot his gun. The investigators say Price was unarmed and lethal force was not necessary. From the 24-hour news center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080 KRLD. A man is facing charges for a hit-and-run case that sent a Dallas woman to the hospital earlier this month. It happened just before 1 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon at the intersection of Chestnut and Dawson Streets in Dallas. Police say the driver of a white SUV hit a woman at that intersection, then backed up and hit her again before driving off. They also say the vehicle had out-of-state license plates that did not match what should have been on the SUV. They released surveillance pictures of the vehicle and say their investigation led them to 63-year-old William H. Walker. He has been arrested and is being charged with accident involving serious bodily injury. From the 24-Hour News Center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Despite Texas hiring more teachers than ever, education leaders point out that nearly one in five went into the classroom without state certification. Kelvley Ozer is a deputy commissioner of the TEA and told lawmakers that these teachers are less likely to receive the extensive preparation and training necessary to be successful. We see that our novice teachers on average achieve less academic growth with their students than more experienced teachers. This means that it's critical that we focus on improving the preparation of new teachers so that they're entering at higher levels of effectiveness. Now, schools are under pressure to fill slots as teachers contend with burnout and the pandemic. The Dallas City Council is making some late changes to next year's budget, and that'll force the city to work quickly to get it finished. The Dallas City Council is finalizing a $4.5 billion budget. Councilwoman Kara Mendelson says the city is setting aside too much money for future pension obligations that could be used for homeless services and equipment for Dallas Fire Rescue. We have what is essentially a slush fund of this pension stabilization fund. We're taking tax dollars that we don't even have a use for. City Manager T.C. Broadnax wanted to leave $14 million to ensure Dallas could meet police, fire, and employee pensions. It is not a slush fund. The resources at some point in time would have been expended on items that this council and or the community might need in the future. The council cut that fund to $3 million. State law requires cities to approve their budget first and then set a tax rate. And Dallas will have to do both at a meeting next Wednesday to get the plan in place by October 1st. The property tax rate would go down, but homeowners might still pay more because of increasing values. From the 24-Hour News Center, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KULD. It's going to be a sold-out crowd in Lubbock this Saturday when the Longhorns hit the road to take on the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. 
Coach Steve Sarkeesian is not revealing who will be under center for the Horns, but did say all his quarterbacks have practiced this week despite having various injuries. Sark says the way Hudson Card has played the last couple of weeks has been impressive. This journey here has not been an easy one for him. You know, you get named a starter, then we change starters. You come back, you compete your tail off. You name another guy the starter, an injury happens. You step in, you're playing well, you get banged up, you continue to fight through it. So, uh, like I said, I've been really proud of Hudson and all that he means to our program, and we're really lucky to have him. The 22nd-ranked Longhorns take on Texas Tech Saturday, pregame at 1.30, right here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. You can also stream it on the Odyssey app. It sometimes seems that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones can't help himself. Today, while reporters were asking him about how quarterback Dak Prescott is doing rehabbing his injured right throwing hand, Jones spoke about the possibility of backup quarterback Cooper Rush winning enough games that it created a quarterback controversy in Dallas. Wouldn't it be something if you had a dilemma as to uh, which way you go? You do that if he gets 10 wins. Same thing that happened with Prescott. I think like that. Other players have scoffed at the idea, saying this is Dak's team. Those in the organization are eyeing a Prescott return around week five against the Rams. For your afternoon All Local, I'm Austin York. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.